Hello, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, this is an amazing moment, an amazing time. After Thanksgiving, I'm sure most of us really celebrated the Thanksgiving, expressing gratitude for who we are and for those people around us whom we love. Not only that, but also what we have and in hope of getting what we are seeking. So thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon. And uh, today, as usual, we are your co-hosts, Laurie and John. And this is our, our podcast, Flourishing with Laurie and John. I'm going to invite Laurie to say hi to our listeners, and we will see what she has for us. Welcome, Laurie. Hey, John. How's it going today? And thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I am uh, very grateful for the one that I have with my family. So, and yes, I'm excited to be here with John today and um, talking about, we're still doing a, a run on our Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. And today we wanted to talk about uh, how connecting is really all about others. Yes, I love that. I love that. Uh, thank you for uh, plugging in that in there. You know, today we are talking about connecting is all about others. Zig Ziglar, a man I follow and I love his work, said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will definitely get what you want. And uh, we want to explore why is connecting very important? Why is it all about others, not ourselves? And how can that help us leverage our work, leverage our businesses, leverage our growth as individuals and as we run our companies? Having said that, there are a few things that I just want to remind our listeners that over the course of the previous episodes, we talked about why it is important to connect with our individuals, listeners, colleagues, because that creates an understanding, common ground. And this is a very important aspect. And you are in for a show because Laurie here, who is passionate, working with healthcare professionals, not only healthcare professionals, but really any other professional. And she says, this is not a job, it is a purpose. And I can't wait to hear what Laurie has prepared for us today. Laurie, tell us, yes. connecting, it's all about others. What do you say? Um, you know, it is so important, you know, regardless of what, if you're talking about business relationships or personal relationships, um, to really focus more on others than we do ourselves. And um, like you said, if you help people get what they want, then they will help you get what you want. Now, some people, and a lot of us are by nature, I'm sure, um, will give and give and give, but even the most giving person will stop doing that um, if they're helping someone who's one not helping themselves, but they're not they're not helping you too in some way. Um, just like you know, in the last podcast, I mentioned how you know even though my patients don't really do anything for me in the sense of hey, I'm going to take care of you. I need you to run over and pick me up something to eat when you leave here. Not that kind of thing, but they do give something back to me. And even if it's um, just by being kind, you know, kindness um, or a thank you, something, um, you know, 
that gives me uh, that motivation and it, it lets me know that what I'm doing every day is worth it. And, um, you know, it is, is immature one to focus on yourself instead of others. And, um, what we need to do is be in that mindset and get in the practice of seeing and acting on the behalf of others is pushing our ego aside. It's uh, really interesting when you say that because ego devalues our connection and all the moments what we are trying to do, especially when we are dealing with any anyone really, is to empower them to be a good communicator and a good connector, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I think lots of times, you know, we don't even realize that we're doing it. You know, say for instance, um, when we're when we're speaking to others or, you know, when we're doing a presentation, you know, lots of times it's very easy to get focused on, you know, if you're doing a good job, what are people thinking? What does it mean when people don't applaud? You know, um, if I tell a joke and they didn't laugh or, you know, or there's no emotion, you know, we, we're so focused and that's, and even that, that in itself, um, that creates a barrier. Um, so if you, when you kind of let that go and you, and you tear that wall down, um, then you're able to really build that bridge and form that connection and it's a relationship forms. So, um, and it's, it is when people do this, um, one, when you let go of all that and you're not focused on all that other, all that other stuff and you, you remember it's all about, again, purpose. You know, why are you there? Why are you speaking? Why are you even having a conversation with another person? And getting out of your own head and not focusing on what what are they thinking of me right now? Yeah. Why why are you there in the first place? The focus should be on others or the other person. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I've been uh, in a place where I tell a joke and people don't laugh. And I'm like, oh, they don't like me, do they? <laughs> you know? It's easy to do. It's easy to do. It's easy to say this it's not working especially if you are whether you're speaking or you're training uh and then you don't connect with people because uh you are putting yourself ahead of the wagon when if you take the focus to them and now the focus becomes them then it becomes easier for you to connect to them and uh, it's quite fascinating you say that because when i think about connecting I look at all the concepts or, or components of communication, whether it's words, the body language, the, the, the tone of voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, as John says, John Maxwell says, when you're communicating with people, and I think there's a research that has been done all over, uh, you can Google this, that 7% um, of our communication just comes from our words. 38% is the tone of voice, and 55% is body language. So how can we make sure that we are in alignment what we say and what our body you know is communicating that all of them are in alignment that we are really connecting with others well you know awareness is a big thing you know and um it goes back to being authentic being in that moment you know um people know if you when they see you just by your facial expression you know are you smiling when you're talking to them or you know, is there eye contact there? You know, do do they know? You know, do they do they know you, you care for them, that you are there to help them, and also 
pretend they trust you on some level. Um, and just by our body language, you know, if we, it's very important, you know, when you're talking to someone, I have a bad habit of standing with my arms crossed because I'm cold all the time. And I've become <laughs> so aware of it now. I try not to do that, you know, if I'm, you know, having patient contact or anything, because um, that everyone knows that, that is interpreted or can be as a sign of being closed off. Yeah. And, um, and so hands in our pockets, things like that. Um, another big thing too is, you know, and I just saw a physician do this today. And whenever I see a, a provider do this, when they go in and sit down at the bedside mm-hmm. and they're not standing there with one hand on the door and the same for, you know, all healthcare professionals, but, um, you know, one, the perception is that they've spent more time in the room, but two, it says, you know, I'm here for you and I'm not in a hurry to run out somewhere else. And don't get me wrong, it's very busy. There's a lot to do. But just the fact that they take that time and they sit down at the bedside mm-hmm. to talk to the patient about what's going on, that, that in itself, that simple act of sitting versus standing says, I am all yours right now and you have my undivided attention. Let's talk about this. And it will also force us to kind of slow down a little bit too. Um, and it does help. It, it lets the patient, you know, feel that they're cared about, that the, the provider is actually there to help them and it builds a sense of trust. Wow. You know, you know, I love what you just said there, that, you know, someone can go and sit by the bedside, you know, what comes to my mind is even as leaders we need to go to the level of the people we serve and bring them up with us yes so that we are not talking to the people we are not talking to them we are not telling them what to do we are on a journey with them right well and you know in order to add value to others you have to actually value those people Um, if you don't value them then you're you're really not going to be truly invested in adding a lot of value. You're going to do exactly what you have to do and nothing more, you know? And so when, when you're making that connection, it should be um, just like for a leader, you know, um, when your team feels valued um, and then you say, what can I do? You know, what is it that I can do to increase my value to others? and increase their value, help them increase their value. We rise by lifting others. Plain we and rise by lifting others. Yes, definitely, I agree with you. So my dear listeners, as you listen, uh, this is just powerful stuff. You know, putting others first, um, valuing them before we say anything, looking for common ground, connecting with them, um, going to their level and rising with them. This is a powerful message from Lori. It's it's wonderful to have you, Lori, with us and uh, share with us and just uh, add value to us. You know, we really appreciate that. Well, I, you know, I appreciate being able, you know, to work with you and do this because, you know, you and I think very much alike. We believe in the same things. We, we want the same things. We both believe in serving others. And um, I'm, I'm very thankful that you and I are able to do this and I, I think and this is a very good example you know when I talk to you 
and I hope you feel this way when you talk to me that you know that when I'm speaking that I am very passionate um if if I communicate something that I know but I don't really feel it and I don't believe it then my communication is going to come across as being dispassionate um if there's something I know um but I don't do it and it's not how I live it's not my practice then it's just a theoretical statement it's really it really has it doesn't have the same amount of meaning if I you know practice what you preach right practice what you preach yes yes that's I mean and (laughs) you know if it's if there's something that I you know if I have very strong feelings about something but it's not something that I really know to be facts then you know I'm just I'm communicating things that are unfounded Mm -hmm. um it's it's very um I see this a lot too um there are a lot of um assumptions about um patients especially in in certain groups and um there's a lot of medical bias and I you know and it's wrong and we've all been guilty of it I've been guilty of it you know I've made assumptions about what appeared to be and then I found out it was very different. Yeah. Um, so that communication is presumptuous and people may think that they're not doing it, but they're doing it. It's not the same as if you know, you would not present that same information um, with the same tone, the same body language. It's just like we were saying before about how much of it is what we actually say. Um, if, if there's something that you do and you don't really feel it then it's you know it's very robotic it's it's mechanical it does really um it again and and people know this you know they sense it and it's funny because i listen to people all the time and they're like i just don't understand why this this person acted this way and and it's um they're getting back what they were putting out and they they don't even realize it wow 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 this is just uh, powerful stuff and uh, i want to remind everyone that um it's important to look in our lives, look in ourselves and ask ourselves, how do we connect with others? How do we connect with people? How do I come off? Exactly. You know, and, and ask every single time because sometimes we forget to reflect and we are just pointing fingers. And I would love to encourage everyone of us that in order to flourish in our connection to our communication, our relationships, we have to seek to connect with others and we have to put others first again my friends it's a pleasure and if you'd like to learn more about Lori, you can go to chooseflourish.com chooseflourish.com and you can read more about her and the work she does in coaching um, leadership training and speaking as well as her passion of taking care of our patients so Lori, what are your final thoughts on this Um, My final thoughts are, and this is something that, you know, would be a a good foundation for people to start. Um, You know, I always believe in getting in that mindset at the beginning of the day, um, that mindset of gratitude. But um, we're visual creatures, you know, and so if if you think about two people going in a room and presenting the same information and one is you know very stoic and they really don't look like they're happy to be there and you take someone else who goes in and presents that same information and they're very radiant and very genuine and kind and and patient and you and someone instinctively feels better in their presence it is 
it's like you bring a light into that room. Yeah. And the difference in the how the person receives that information, um, I can tell you that person who is happy and smiling and genuine um, and very pleasurable to be around will certainly get more attention and the person will retain so much more of what they said and a connection will be formed. Where on the on the other extreme, it, it won't happen. Wow, thank you. So just be kind. Be kind. Be kind, be genuine. <laughs> be authentic. You know, mm. be thankful that you're there in that moment because someone didn't get that opportunity, right? Yes, so, I, um, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, and a lot of this, I, I speak from experience, but this is also something that we know, you know, there's data to back this up. Um, but, you know, they say experience is not only a good teacher, it's a great persuader. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, and just learning, you know, um, people may hear your words, but they feel your attitude. Yes. So, it's positivity. How say it. It's how you say it. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's exactly right. I, I, we do really appreciate you and your wisdom and your knowledge and everything that you have to offer to us through this podcast. And uh, as we seek to be empowered communicators and connectors, people who value people and add value to people, we really um, continue to build and urge our listeners to continue to grow and seek growth because and be stretched to you know above their comfort zone so that they can uh, they can grow and uh, they can communicate better that's right uh it's important to go above and beyond your words you know um ex exceed expectations exceed expectations so wow thank you so much and uh, our dear listeners this is the end of our podcast today and uh, the question for you is what can i do to increase my value of others how what can i do to increase my value of others how can i connect with them better all right thank you so much this has been flourish with Lori and john to learn more about Lori, go to chooseflourish.com you can also visit my website leadershiptierconsulting.com. It has been a pleasure to be with you this evening. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.